Welcome one, welcome all. Welcome to the goddamn bricks in the wall. I am your host, Juan, a.k.a. Trippy Shaman, a.k.a. Truth in Media on Instagram. So, welcome back, everybody. Today, we have a special guest for you, someone interesting I found. And I was poking around his profile, and I was like, I want to talk to this dude uh, right off the bat. On his Instagram profile, he has a lot of trippy, psychedelic stuff. He's also a photographer. He's had some of his work featured on Vogue magazine. Pretty interesting. Uh, he does a lot of portrait work. He also has his own podcast. We're all going to talk about that. And basically, well, this show is Bricks in the Wall. And what we're trying to do here is help people to tear down that metaphorical wall that keeps us from the truth. And the truth is, truth can't really be told. I mean, it kind of can, but you got to kind of point someone to it. And they got to go and look for themselves. So I'm glad I have someone who's done just that. And so today, without any further ado, I'd like to introduce to y'all your comrade and mine, Mr. Lewis R. How you doing, Lewis? Good. It's a good day today. Good. Uh, early Thank you for having me. No problem, brother. I'm, I'm glad I, I actually got you and that you're giving me your time. I've been listening to your podcast. It's really interesting. It's just laid back. And then you'd be dropping these truth bombs and I'd be taking notes. And I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, this dude, he knows what's up. And your buddy also, but sadly he couldn't join us. Uh, you were mentioning he has a ton of jobs and he's taking on this whole new, I guess not yes, a, a he's, lifestyle. He's prepping. He's prepping to move to Florida faster than. <laughs> so I understand that as he transitions out, he wants to save up, and be prepared. And you know, there's a lot of interesting things happening in the world, and that's why he's planning ahead. I am connected to this land for very particular work reasons. So I cannot plan my escape as fast as he is. <laughs> well, first of all, let's let the people know that you're in basically the city of the world, New York, right? It's a it's an interesting place. It's a it's a place full of so much diversity, so much so uh, like over 750 languages are spoken here. Oh shit. And yeah, uh, it, was a, it was a BBC uh, study that when they were conducting, they found around 750 languages are spoken in the city. Sadly, slowly with time, uh, the more dialects die with the older people and older generations. But otherwise, the, the city, that's part of what attracted me here is because I came here 11 years ago, I believe now. I moved here in uh, March 2011 to study film and work in the film industry. And... As you may or may not know, the film industry is uh, horrific in many aspects, especially yes. in how they treat in relation to wages. So even though I've worked in several projects and such, I had to always find what could allow me to live. So I also have worked in real estate in order to survive through these crazy times. Right, right. Yeah, and I love New York and the whole idea of it. And well, let's just backtrack a little bit. You said you moved there in 2011. Uh, mm -hmm. You came from Puerto Rico, right? Yes. It's, uh, it's the island of corruption. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's essentially what it is. Well, it's a, it's tell me, sadly the narco state. Well, how so? Um, well, the United States has always used Puerto Rico as uh, its guinea pig. Uh, we're talking experiments from before... Uh, the establishment of a government where there was almost zero records or accountability to the more recent when they were doing the 
birth controls experiments and sterilize hundreds of women in the process by dosing them what's the equivalent of five to ten times the dosage uh, women take today for birth control pills. Oh, and I mean, there's nine variants of birth control today, like nine different types of potential drugs that people can take. Uh, but yeah, they were doing experiments. They did a uh, lots of other experiments. They, they did uh, Agent Orange experiments in the South that mm. caused cancer rates to skyrocket. They were doing military exercises in the island of Vieques for decades that also caused an extremely high level of cancer risk in those regions because of things like depleted uranium shell casings being used in areas that they shouldn't, as well as there is an active nuclear bomb off the coast of Puerto Rico. There's also one off the coast of Japan, if you didn't know. Interesting. <laughs> like recently? Did this just happen recently? Uh, no, no. This happened decades ago. Oh, but, okay. they're, but they're active. I mean, they get checked every so often because of the potential. Like, they want to have an idea. Oh, this is going to go off. Okay. Uh -huh. uh, we should warn everybody that if this goes off, either... I mean, the, the reality is they don't really know what's going to happen. It could be just a thump or right. it could be nothing. Right, right. And they know That's they, the thing about something that old. Right, and they don't tell us. They don't really warn us. Uh, I'm sure you know that before they set off the first nuclear bomb, the scientists were kind of worried that it would cause a chain reaction that would destroy the whole world, but they went on ahead and did it. Yes. One second, I actually have a book about that. One second. Cool, cool. Uh, since we're recording live and couldn't stop, essentially this, was, this book is called Japanese Secret War. Japan's Race Against the Time to Build Its Own Atomic Bomb by Robert K. Wilcox. I just got a copy of this book that's pretty rare to find anything about this. But essentially, if many probably didn't know, Japan had a nuclear bomb. Wow. And they detonated it, I believe, in Korea. Um, so it was an underground detonation. So they did test the bomb a week before. Really? Before the one oh, that we, we did? Before we bombed them. Oh, shit. I had no before idea. Before Nagasaki. A week before Nagasaki. So that was, that's part of the reason some people suspect that Japan didn't just give up. And then they dropped another one. They're like, yeah, they got multiples. And then U.S. obviously threatened them. Hey, we have more. Mm. The thing people might not know is we firebombed <laughs> Japan. More destruction was done by firebombing than the nuclear bomb, but still the effects of the devastation and the and the visualizations that came from it and the radiation was what caused the the people to surrender. Because right. people don't know at the time, but the, sadly, the Japanese did a lot of damage to Asia. Like people, people still have resentment towards Japan, even though most the majority of the people that committed those atrocious crimes are dead, and the majority of the people that live there now would never think in those negative and hateful ways anymore. Hmm, damn, that's very fucking interesting. I, I, I always find it fascinating how the geopolitics of the world plays out. Like I always say on this show, normal, regular people, sane people, all they want is to live a happy, safe life, have enough money to go out to dinner once in a while. They want their kids to be safe and healthy. But then all of a sudden you have these people who want to make bombs and strategize how to drop them and how to take control of st strategic areas. And it's just this whole manipulation game about control. What do you think about that? Well, I think the problem was in the time of Bush and then Obama and then Trump, the escalation of how we bombed went up and up and up. I don't even know at what level we're at because 
it was in the Trump administration's time that they actually stopped reporting how many bombings they were doing. Wow. But I think we were up to 170 plus bombs an hour. Really? It's like some ridiculous number. Uh, or I'm sorry if I can't quote it perfectly. But it's you can look up the numbers of daily bombings and then a year. It's insane. We are bombing people all over the planet. We are in so many conflict zones right now. We're especially in, we're in Africa, we're in Southeast Asia, and we're in places you might not even think. We're in, of course, we're in Ukraine. Right, right. right. <laughs> There's no doubt we're in Ukraine. We're just using mercenaries. Right. Yeah, and it's just the hypocrisy that they say on TV. They say we're here to help, and but it's it's always the opposite. Whenever I tell people, for profit. when you watch the news, assume the opposite because they're not telling you the truth. They're entertainment stations. They're not information stations. Their sole purpose is to gather viewers to sell advertisements, and to to, to talk back what you were saying about the bombing. I think even Obama ran out of bombs. They, they dropped them all. They they ran they, out. Of so so one interesting fact that you can look up is since Bush, since Bush uh, Jr. on, the the weapon sales has escalated dramatically. I remember, I think it was Obama that reached over 400 plus billion a year in, in weapon sales. And then I think Trump also pushed the, the, the threshold of, of sales even further because once they got that $100 billion, just the Saudi contract that was $100 billion, um, so they are salesmen. They're in, 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 in weird terms, the presidents are also weapon salesmen. Except Biden. Biden's Biden's a puppet. Who knows what the heck that, that thing is? Right. That we are living weekend at Bernie's. Uh, <laughs> yeah. if you haven't seen that movie, please we'll watch Weekend at Bernie's. Do not watch it with children. It is it is an insane comedy that is so dark. It is such a dark comedy. If you like look, I looked at it when I was a kid. But honestly, that movie is so screwed up. <laughs> Once you're seeing it, they're like, whoa, what the hell is really happening here? Right, right. You know what? I haven't watched that, but I'm going to smoke a fat blunt tonight and watch that. Oh, you're going to laugh your head off okay. for sure. It is really funny. And they made, I think, two or three more. I mean, <laughs> just like the real life president, they just keep pushing him around. Right. But if you want to really freak out about Biden, just do this. Look up Biden around 2008 right yeah biden now and just look at his earlobes right and then his signature as well i'm sure they're now attached they were detached when he was younger so either he got the weirdest surgery in the history of human race or that's not the same person yeah and you can even look at his signature it's changed like dramatically oh well that could also be attributed to uh, uh the dementia, the Parkinson's and dementia he has. But yeah. oh. whoever that person is, is not the same person that was the center in the in the U.S. Senate. Right, right, right. And I'm Just people- because of the attached, detached ear, or at least there's records of body doubles that right. are act, acting as him, and that's why there's images of those body doubles. One of the two is true, or both are true. It's just a weird situation where we likely have a mix of the real person and body doubles. Right. And we don't, we just, it's hard to know because this is how weird reality is getting. 
Well, I think uh, some people have also pointed out that when he, bell- he fell from that bicycle, his skin was not congruent to one that of his age. It was like too tight. It was too healthy to be. Uh, so someone, people are speculating it was a guy on a mask or something, but who knows? Huh. I mean, I didn't look much into it. I mean, people fall off bikes all the time. Honestly, I wasn't, I wasn't like really thinking too far into it ever. I, I was just like, oh, that's funny. Yeah, yeah. It's... I mean, I've fallen off a bike. I'm not gonna. I, I literally <laughs> scraped the hell out of my hand once. I barely know how to ride bikes that well. I'm not gonna judge like, ooh, an old man. I mean, it's more like, ooh, ouch, they could right. injure themselves. Right, right. But, but it's, it's interesting how the whole the internet just jumped on that and they just wanted to talk. I to mean, him. It, it was funny. Yeah. I mean, the the memes that came out, and right. that's the beautiful thing about memes. It's it's uh. It's a release valve, yeah. and sometimes the release valve gets so spicy that they're censoring them. And you know we're in this weird state when the government <laughs> is pushing companies like Facebook and Twitter to censor memes, especially ones that are telling the absolute truth, but because the word is not perfect in alignment with what potential narrative they're playing. I remember I posted one about Nancy Pelosi's husband being released from um, from his um, arrest after he, I'm not sure what, if he was drunk driving, but I can't remember if he actually did something more than that. But, you know, he was called drunk driving. And I, and I know at least uh, was this person, um, the Kardashian that, or the husband, he killed, he actually killed someone. Right. Not the, his the dad. I think it was her dad. Yeah, he transitioned and he's now a, uh, uh, Woman I don't know if this was before or after a transition, the, the Olympic athlete. Right. Oh my God, my brain. And um, he was so also... That, that person killed someone, actually, yeah. when, he, when he hit someone. Yeah. Nothing happened to them. No, and he was also named Woman of the Year, and he hadn't even oh, been yeah. a woman for a ESPN whole year. He named her Moving Women of the Year. I mean, I don't, I don't want to divert into that topic because there's so many topics, but yeah, I mean, it's so absurd they're, they're just pandering. They're just creating frameworks to pander to certain groups. Right. Because it's all about the shifting of consciousness. Exactly. And another to thing... To whatever narrative they want. Another thing to, to talk back, what you were saying about memes, how, how they go and block them. It's interesting how they go and block these memes, but somehow pedophiles and all these human traffickers go with an impunity working on the internet. And um, to talk about... Facebook has a lot, and I mean a lot, right. of top porn. A lot! Right. And so does TikTok, by the way. TikTok's not immune to teleport. Yeah, and they don't block that. That that goes free freely on there without an issue. Oh hell, uh, people have reported pedophiles on the platform, and they don't get f- flagged fast enough, which is out- outrageous. That like you get like three thirty, thirty, fifty reports. This person's a pedophile. Anybody with half a brain looks at the profile. Oh oh oh! Why don't you automatically just block it? Right. Like. Or right. put them under review. It's like, just put the account under review immediately right. if you get like 30, 50 reports. Right. Stupid. Yeah. And uh, just to talk back also, because I think one of the most ridiculous things that I feel I gotten censored on the, on something I posted on Instagram was, it, it's ridiculous. <laughs> just check this out. Okay. So I posted this because I found it very interesting. I don't know your, uh, your point of view on spirituality or God or any of that, but I posted this meme about something Albert Einstein said. And so it goes something like this. This is what the caption says on this meme. It says, does the cold exist? Question mark. In fact, cold does not exist. According to the laws of physics, what we consider cold is in reality the absence of heat. 
And then the next question says, does darkness exist? Question mark. Darkness does not exist either. Darkness is in reality the absence of light. Light we can study, but not darkness. And then the last one, this is what really, really wanted, made me want to post this and share this. It says, mm -hmm. evil does not exist. It is just like darkness and cold. God did not create evil. Evil is the result of what happens when a man does not have God's love present in his heart. And when then when Instagram like shadow banned me and they blocked this post saying and what their contention was was that Albert Einstein did not say this. And it's like uh, it's possible he didn't say that, but that is the weird. That is not a reason to censor. Right, and exactly. Right. And why this? Like, it, because it has to what do with God. What a stupid thing. Right, like, and it really made me think. This will really kind of cement it to me the idea that this is all. I don't know what your perspective on this is, but to me, everything that's going on is spiritual warfare, and they're actively trying to like hide. God, or I don't know what you want to call this, this um, primal force that created everything. Well, God is, I remember uh, speaking to you and to my mom, who is a very religious Catholic woman. I was raised Catholic. And God is, is an interpretation of what is the supreme above us, that what is something beyond the, the threshold of our comprehension, right, to an extent. Right. And then, so attributing a, like a, a shape to it, is where I would say that the the Muslims had a, a, a point. Of course, that the fact that they get insulted is absurd. That's kind of the, and they just literally stabbed somebody this morning. Uh, an author was stabbed this morning in relationship to potentially things he has said about uh, Muhammad. Uh -huh. uh, this was an author, um, my, my God, it's like my mind is blank. I would have to look at my phone. Um, but. An author was literally stabbed in New York this morning. Wow. So it's it's absurd that people behave that way. But hey, now in relation to what you're saying is, yes, we you could say there's a t different types of warfare because this is the thing. We're in the state of fifth generational war where it's the war of propaganda. It's right. a war of words, a war of movements. Before we were fighting um, kinetically on the flat on the ground, we right. were just in the battlefield, just yes. stabbing each other, shooting each other, and then we figured out how to do it through the skies, uh -huh. and then we can just bomb each other or bomb each other from outer space. And right. then now we have the internet, and we can fight each other through information, through systems, and we can also fight each other culturally. Right, and because then... that's what's happening. We're fighting each other through even culture. Look, the CCP, who's the Chinese Communist Party is just an, a force on the nature of the internet. And they are partially to blame to, for the massive shifts that have been happening globally because their agenda, which is what you would call a godless agenda, right. is primarily to, in, to sow distrust in the current establishment norms and for them to eventually come out as the best solution for world order. Now, they play a very, very, very long game, and they speak about it openly, while other countries don't speak about any games, even though we, we know from decades ago what these games are. Right. And we've been living them. When people spoke about this stuff in the 1970s and 80s and 90s, and look right now, look at the world we're living in right now. People predicted this stuff since the 70s. Right. They weren't predicting it because they were the greatest prophets alive. They were predicting it because it was part of the design. Right. Yeah. 
It's so interesting. I love all that, that you said, especially, okay, um, right now you were saying how CCP, they kind of put it out in the open, but they just go ahead and do it. Are you aware right now that China's kind of currently crashing? They have like a couple of weeks mm -hmm. before they... Everything's crashing. I was just watching... Uh... Uh, look, if you want to learn a lot more about the Chinese culture, which is, I'll say, as, as a culture, as a people, very interesting people, very interesting culture. In general, the Chinese people are good people. It's the CCP that right. just tarnishes everything about that country. Uh, their party is pure evil. Um, look up uh, ADV, ADV China and Laowei 86 and Serpenza 8. Uh, it, they are bloggers that they actually did their vlog by traveling through China on motorcycles and having discussions about different cultural topics. Mm. And it, they did this for over a decade. And to this day, they still have a podcast that they discuss uh, current events. And they were just discussing today. Uh, they posted a real, they were talking about uh, right before, like a, an hour before I, I was talking to you. They were talking about a video showcasing a parody of of the actual campaign that the Chinese government is throwing against Taiwan, and they call it the the war on fish. Really? Because <laughs> they're they're bombing the waters around Taiwan, killing all the fish. Oh. Like it, it's it's such you like it breaks your brain. Like they're <laughs> they're trying to distract their public with this saber rattling nonsense right. that and destroying destroying wildlife because they don't give any fucks about life on earth there is over 15,000 fishermen ships around that that travel all over the world destroying uh like natural fish reserves all over the world that are protected the i believe it was the peruvian government or the oh my god yeah i believe it was the peruvian government it's the peru overseas uh, the Galapagos, and they actually blew up a Chinese fishing vessel that was outside of their territory because they were fishing in protected waters, mm -hmm. and they didn't did not comply with the warning, so they just destroyed the ship. Oh shit! So they they are they are just pillaging the planet for fish. They don't care. Right. So there's there's a lot of problems with the CCP and the fact that that all these environmentalists don't actually talk about the real problems <clears throat> China um, is 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 means it's all bullshit yeah and this is the reality the majority of environmentalists are bullshitters the majority of the mainstream environmentalists are completed utter bullshitters yeah because if you were a real environmentalist you you would be calling out the CCP you'd be calling out many times the Indian government as well and the things that happen in India but mainly the Chinese Communist Party because of the destruction of the ocean they're doing the most destruction right now on a massive scale. And nobody's no nobody is batting an eye at that. We're talking about cows in the United States and cows in, in Europe right. or cows in Sri Lanka. That's how they craft the Sri Lankan economy. They they try to make Sri Lanka vegan and change the the the, the way they grow, grow grow food and right. and cattle and everything. And that's how they destroy the Sri Lankan economy. ESG. Yeah, it's very interesting because uh, for example, 
a lot of people say they want to change the world and stop putting pesticides and all this stuff. So what you said, the Sri Lanka government, they, they banned all like artificial fertilizers and stuff, and they wanted to be the one first nation to grow everything organically. And like you said, this caused problems because they couldn't grow as much food. And like I get that the I guess you could say the the road to hell is paved with good intentions. They had good intentions in mind, but when you no, try no, to no, execute no, no. something, well, like yes, that, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. But what the the other part is like these people had uh, had no intentions to do good. So you think they, they did it just... intentionally to cause it to crash? Not intentionally to cause it to crash, but they had no regard. They, but they were probably warned, and they were like, "Let's try it anyway." Right, right. Nobody, nobody with a brain cell would ever risk an island economy and push it over the edge like they did. Right. Nobody with a functioning brain would ever do something that stupid. Mm-hmm. Because I'll give you an example: Indonesia. Uh, has a population of hundreds of millions of people. A single island in Indonesia has 140 million people. That is more than the population of Russia, the largest country on Earth. That is more than Japan. Really? I, I didn't and know the that. Reason, yeah, and the reason why this main, I believe, is Jakarta? Oops, I'm sorry. Sorry, my brain is. Java is the capital. I think it's the island of Jakarta. Uh, if I'm mistaken, I'm pissed. I'm just annoyed at myself. This, the main one of the main islands. There are several islands in in Indonesia. It's composed of, of, of many many islands, and one island can hold a very high population, even though there it's not the largest island. And the main reason is because just the the just the terrain and everything about the island can produce an extremely high amount of food, right. while the other islands don't have those geological advantages. But they so, share they share their, their produce and stuff. Well, yes, but what I'm saying is, uh, for example, rice. Rice is a very high caloric uh, food, and it allows, it allows populations to survive. And people may not understand that in order for large populations to survive, you have to have a certain amount of calories. And when you look at a population, you don't think about it, but you need a certain amount of calories to maintain populations, right. or now you get population collapse, right. exclusively because of famine. Um, and we have learned with the modern uh, fertilizers we have that are partially or completely petroleum-based, because if you think about it, petroleum is a byproduct of the earth. And while some people just call it dead dinosaurs or fossil fuels, other people call it more of the lifeblood of the planet because it's a it's a re the planet's producing oil. Right. There's poss- there's a very high likelihood the planet's producing it constantly. Yeah. It's not a fossil fuel. Right. Yeah. And- While we can create oil ourselves with like we with algae, we can actually create petroleum ourselves. Like we can do it. In right. Th- there, yeah. Some people in Texas can do it in three days convert algae into oil. Mm-hmm. And it's actually right now, that's profitable to do. Right. It's profitable to turn algae into oil. But why don't we talk about that? Why don't we talk about all of the real green solutions? Right. We can convert most of the economy into a nuclear economy and to a geothermal economy in relation to power. But we don't talk about any of that stuff. We're not investing in any of that stuff. We're investing in wind and solar that doesn't do anything. <laughs> 
Well, okay, <laughs> I, do shit. I totally agree with you, and I love that because I'm always constantly thinking how there's so many things we could do to change the world. Hemp alone could change, transform the world if we all just focused on it. But like, I'm hemp interested. Hemp is a great product. Yeah, hemp is a good product that can replace a lot of products. That is very true. And and I and I even was speaking to other people here about that are opening marijuana businesses and. While marijuana is an addictive substance that can cause certain people to become not as productive in their lives, it is what would I would at least call it's a better alternative to other pharmaceutical options. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's just a magical plant. You can make thousands of products with it, and it even sucks up the carbon from the air. If they're so worried about the goddamn environment, start planting hemp. It'll help restore everything and bring it into balance. But what I want to ask you is, we humans knowing all these alternative solutions, do you think there is a systematic effort being done to keep those from um, becoming mainstream or actually causing... Of course. Why? Why I mean, it depends by by the the target, right? Like, so the simplest one is uh, why was there an active campaign against uh, ivermectin? Why was there an active campaign against hydroxychloroquine, which were treatments for SARS-CoV-2 that worked? Right. Depends on their effect, effect, uh, effect, like the efficacy. But in the relationship of ivermectin, there is no doubt after over 90,000 people in studies and thousands of studies, it has been definitively proven that ivermectin works as a treatment for SARS-CoV-2. It has to be taken early on in, in, in infection, but it does work to prevent worsening symptoms. But they keep banning it. They keep talking shit about it yeah. as if some like Paxlovid is what we have to give everybody, which is a garbage drug that doesn't work. Right. Those are great examples. And like, yeah, to add those to the list and then add to the list that some people say can there are cures for cancer. There's so many things that can help us and heal us. And it seems... The strangest that, cure is fasting. Right. Yes, exactly. To tell me about that. Tell, tell us about how fasting well, can clear all your I body. think so there was, I, I wish I remember the scientist from Russia that spoke about doing fasting for 40 days. I mean, let me be clear. Fasting this long a period of time has to be done with a healthcare professional guiding you through the process and making sure that you have the proper vitamins and minerals. My uh, friend of mine, his mom actually did like a 20-day fasting in a facility actually because she's older and she was with uh, other medical professionals and she had amazing results from it. And this is the thing, fasting works it doesn't work for everybody perfectly as you would wish, but if you are really thinking about fasting, try to see how you can make time for yourself. I've done fasting uh, once at least for three days. It was really, really hard. And I I need to go way, way harder. It's it's complicated because it, it lower it it takes about five days for you to stop having hunger. Right for example. Uh, after that, it gets much easier, but it's also about what can happen in your life where essentially if you don't get up and keep working, you're screwed. <laughs> like You have to get going and you might need uh, like more than just coffee to get, get going. So you have to find a time where you can be in a break because you're going to have headaches. You are like, it's not easy. Right, yeah. Even though your body goes into ketosis, it, it's all these waves of problems you can go. But in a, in about a few days, you're going to 
clean out like so many problems with your body and, and, and people have been able to solve issues with diabetes because of fasting and look into the science of it is wonderful. It is truly wonderful. It is a reset button that every human being has available to them, but you know, it's not, it's not easy. That's why hospitals give you IVs and keep you in IVs and tell you not to eat. You never thought about that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's so interesting because they're forcing ketosis on you. Yeah. It's fascinating how we have all these methods that I like, I keep saying we have all these methods to heal ourselves, to heal the world, to heal our communities. But it seems to me that they're actively people. I don't know. Do you think it's because of money? For example, whenever. Yeah, it's profit. And 99% of it is, is profit driven. People think that there's a, an evil cabal of lizards that are taking over the world and controlling it. We, we create that, that fantasy about the lizard people because we cannot fathom the idea that our human is disgusting and evil. But sadly, there is people this evil. Usually, there are also sociopaths. And, and those that are not sociopaths have never like, spoken to a sociopath or interacted with, or You've interacted with a sociopath in your life. Anybody has. But they might not know that person's a sociopath, right. which is an individual that essentially doesn't feel the same emotional attitudes you can. Right. They can they can kill a dog and not even blink about it. If they had no connection to them, they won't feel anything. Yeah, and I think they did a study where I think a majority of the CEOs of most corporations are psychopaths. They don't feel emotions. Sociopaths, psychopaths. Yeah, sociopaths. Sorry, so, so I always misconstrue those. But yeah, most of them like that's how you climb to the top. You got to be able to step on others to climb, to backstab people, to to get to the top. Thankfully, um, leadership in certain companies is shifting. Not everybody is thinking that that is a requirement, nor should it be a respective uh, requirement. But the world takes time to get rid of the old the old scum that's still around and i'm talking about those 0.0001% that actually control things I mean, they control things for profit they don't control things for these bizarre uh and, and agenda driven ideas we have people like you have things like the world economic order the world economic forum and the davos events which are essentially big parties where people socialize and make deals, but there's other parties like the Bilderberg events or there's the fun one that uh, Alex Jones went to and recorded. You know that that one? Yeah, in California. In California? Yeah. Uh, what's it called? The, uh, Bohemian Grove. Yes, that's a real thing. Uh, there's another one that happens uh, by this fellow my God, this this happened probably last week or like the week before. Oh, it's another one in the center of the United States that happens every year. And it's tons of billionaires that just go there and just make deals. Wow. I mean, there's just events and these events is where things get done. Yeah, I think it's fascinating. But see, that's the thing. I don't know. My, I'm always conflicted in my own mind because, yes, I'm sure a lot of this is because of money. But then when you really like start to investigate about like real history, I don't know if you've read the book of Enoch. And see, even when I talk about these things, I can't believe I'm saying them. But to me, the more 
that I seem to find and research, it does seem to me that they're not lizards, but there are a group of people that are following orders from, I don't know if they're evil spirits well, or demons or what. That, what is your opinion? The, the, the fun one would be that they're actually following orders from aliens. I mean, that would be insane to think about, but who knows? Maybe that's actually the truth. Okay, well, check this out because I know I, I know I sound crazy when I say this, but <laughs> oh, supposedly... Oh, know. What if that's the truth? <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start sliding up my vape pen with THC so we can get a little wild. But okay, supposedly what I've researched is that according to the book of Enoch which Enoch is a very important dude it's strange how his book is not in the Bible even Jesus the Bible read... also made up that Mary Magdalene was a prostitute when she was his, her, his girlfriend but for some weird reason they made her a prostitute in the year 600 mm -hmm. it was Pope Urban the Ninth that rewrote the Bible to say that Interesting. But well, what I'm trying to get to is that, okay, supposedly uh, the book of Enoch describes what happened when supposedly Lucifer fell from heaven and he brought all these angels with him to the earth and that these, these falling angels taught humanity how to create weapons. They taught humanity how to fuck with herbs, uh, plants. You mean aliens? Well, <laughs> see, that's the thing. That's the thing. That's what people are, try are trying. Oh, I mean, I, I don't, I, so... Well, there's things you can make jokes about that show ancient aliens. The The primary premise is not off, that potentially we have had contact with extraterrestrial beings in, our, in humanity's past, and likely even in humanity's present, because you can look up the Minister of, of Air of Defense, one of the Minister of Everything, Aerial Defense of the Canadian government, he openly discloses that we have interacted with several alien species mm -hmm. for per, primarily to be exact. Look that up. Just I'll, <laughs> I'll check that out. But see, this is what I'm trying to say mm -hmm. is, okay, so... It's openly discussed that we are interacting with them. So... Yeah, it's interesting. See, like, even when I'm saying these things, I'm like, man, are you really saying this stuff? But I, see, the thing is, I'm not conflict. I don't know whether this is fact or not. This is just my feeling, my intuition that supposedly these fallen angels came and made it with the with the women of Earth, and they created these um, genetically modified beings that supposedly this is what the aliens are. I don't know. That's where they talk. About, that's where they talk about the bloodlines. Right. Right. And and you know, at the end of the day. That could be also part of the reason they're so freaking inbred. Some of these royal douchebags yeah. that have no reason to exist on this planet. For all I care, you can you can just eliminate the royal family of every country in the world and throw throw them into the ocean of outer space. The Earth would be a better place without them. Definitely, they they serve no purpose on Earth, like none whatsoever. Right. right. Those people just are leeches on society that only degrade society's future. They are not of any instrument of good goodwill to the majority of the earth. Uh, definitely. Uh, Go ahead. Sorry. No, 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 it's it's that's the thing is that even for I'll give an example that you know that the English royal family is actually German. Interesting. Yeah, tell me about that. They changed their names. They're not Windsors. I forgot their actual name, but you can look up their their name is not. That yeah, they have a completely different German name. They're actually Germans. Right. Yeah, I, yeah, I think one a person would be naive to not think that there's these families that get to a position of power and then secretly do these maneuverings to make sure that they keep that power within the family. I don't know if you know, I'm sure I think you do, but all of the presidents are related to to uh, bloodlines that Except come from England. Coolidge, 
some Coolidge and uh, yeah, I think it's two else? of them that there aren't part yeah. of. Them, but it, it's just it. Okay, what, just that fact alone, all the presidents are related. What does that tell you? That there's people behind the scenes working to make sure that certain people stay in power. Mm. And like you well, said, well, that's yes and no because I'll give you the funny part is a lot of a lot of that inbreeding um, meant that there's thousands and thousands of people that are related to them too. Right, right. So the thing about generations is that there's a lot of people. So yes, while Trump being part of that group too is really weird, and the fact that Obama is part of that group through his mom, mm -hmm. and it, that is interesting. You also have to look up how Obama's dad was really freaking rich, and Obama uh, actually met Bush Jr. when he was a child. Mm -hmm. They knew each other back then. Right. So, like, that's what people don't understand is that some of these people have been connected for decades. I mean, Trump sponsored these people for a very long time, but I, his origins are from Europe. So, again, these families are connected because a lot of, again, a lot of inbreeding happened in Europe, and a lot of Europeans are actually indirectly connected to royal families. I'm likely connected to a royal family too. And so is other people I know they're connected to royal families. Possibly. It's just with time, everybody becomes connected to somebody. Yeah, interesting. I heard a comedian make a joke of that's why all the people in England need uh, to fix their teeth because of all the inbreeding. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Um, it's, it's, it's actually, I, I, there was a weird explanation for it. Uh, it was kind of related to the National Health Service's inefficiencies to focus on dental health early on a few decades ago. They have improved that massively, so they don't have that problem anymore. Um, it's not because we have fluoride in our water. Take out the fluoride out of our water. Do not fluoridate our waters. Right. Please, take out the fluoride. That's an example of a PSYOP. If you want to talk about a PSYOP, why the hell do we have fluoride in our water? Yeah, exactly. They say it's to clean your teeth, but you don't swallow toothpaste. <laughs> yeah, see, that's what I'm always trying to get at. It seems that there's systematically these people. It makes you trying docile to... and stupid. Right. Well, tell us about that. Do you know? Tell do you, Can you tell us about how it was used by the Nazis? Well, I know that the Nazis used a lot of different chemical weapons uh, at the time. I'll give you an example. Bayer created the chemicals that were used for the gas chambers. So Bayer, a pharmaceutical that now owns Monsanto, uh, and by proxy, could that because Monsanto bought Blackwater called XU. So Bayer has a private military? Wow. So that's a weird fact. So Bayer has tanks, <laughs> just so you know. <laughs> At any moment, if you really want to fuck around with a pharmaceutical, you don't want to find out because they got they got billions of dollars worth of weapons. Right, man. I see, brother. I, we've already talked for about forty minutes, and we didn't even get to anything that we were meant to talk about. And that's why I Please, love talking. Keep go, go, go back to wherever you want. No and no, I love it, brother. We went all around the world. You told me about Japan, Sri Lanka, everywhere. I love it. This, I, I, this is why I love this podcast. Starting this podcast because I get to talk to people. Out of the ordinary, you couldn't bring any of this stuff to the a regular normal person. They'll just be like, 
You're fucking crazy. That's why I created this yeah. podcast to be like to connect and find the others because there's people all around the world who are waking up to this idea that yeah we're being fucked with and we need to fight back. We need to do something. So say Louis, say you became president or ruler of the world or or, or even just of America or your neighborhood. What are the, some of the things, simple things that you could implement to create change for the positive, for the community, and for the people around you? Declassify everything. For example? Starting, starting declassification of, of energy, energy systems in order for... Because for, we have, for example, the technology to build very efficient nuclear reactors that would power the world. So... That would start with declassifying technologies that are essentially hidden, kept secret, because we we do have energy supremacy through that. Uh, start declassifying and making all that technology publicly available. I I would seek to also dismantle the entire union system of the American education system. Just just dismantle completely the American <laughs> teachers unions. Mm-hmm. Just dismantle them. Um, I would dismantle the majority of the public uh, public servers unions because the majority of them have become gangs. And I would just say, you can have a union again. Just we're gonna fire. You're gonna have to fire everyone that's running your organization, and they're not allowed back in. Well, see, well, see, this just is the re- thing. Reset them. Reset everything. Okay. The reason that this country's so screwed up is because they slow all these power players that started to fight back became part of establishment. And then when everybody becomes the bad guy, then we got to reset the whole thing again. It's like a, it's like a game, video game. You got to reset the game. We start over from scratch. And that's where we're headed towards. We're headed to a massive reset. They talk about it. Mm-hmm. The, the people in power talk about <laughs> the great reset by this was uh, started by the world economic forum this conversation about the great reset for some reason people spoke about it as if it was some form of fiction when literally an organization that gathers thousands of top people from all over the world in the in different divisions of finance and business and like everything in between they were the ones that were pushing this agenda in 2019 and 2020 they were the ones that wrote the book on it and if you look up event 201 that happened, I think, in September of 2019. Mm-hmm. Event, look up Event 201 and then look up uh, NIH, I think. Uh, I have to look up. Uh, I can, I'll can. i send you the document if you want to put it in the notes. Yeah. It, it showcased a study that was done in, in, in Germany, where uh, Munich, sorry, in Munich, where, in Munich, Germany, and where they did a simulation like they did for Event 201 in the United States where they were doing it about monkeypox. And once everybody goes to the document, I, re- I, I, I invite everybody to check out page 12. Just read the timeline. This was, re- this was done in, in 2021, and magically, a year later, it's happening. Mm-hmm. It's just fascinating stuff. Just truly fascinating. Somebody writes a script, writes it as fiction, as a as a simulacrum in order to create a better more effective strategy to fight back and suddenly it's happening right isn't that interesting 1300 ceos at the top firms of the planet left in 2019 mm-hmm. why did that happen what did they know in 2019 so well i ask 
how could we change the world? And you essentially say we need to reset everything. And then you mention uh, the World Economic Forum with Klaus Schwab. Do you think uh, their 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 intentions are not good? Are they? It's well, the outcome of their intentions are not good for like collective. No, the they're they're good for them, and they're good for 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 what they envision the future to be. I I am of the belief, and so is many many other people that centralization is not the way so we can look at look and look at look and look at it from a broader perspective is there is a people that think about centralization and people that think about decentralization i am on the decentralization route mm -hmm. decentralize the world we have globalized the world and that is negative we have to decentralize the world especially because now you can make anything anywhere mm -hmm. yeah. we couldn't do that decades ago now we can and slowly, as the world decentralizes in all terms, I was talking to speaking to somebody in Malaysia. We were thinking the exact same thing. The exact same thing. That the future is going to be purely decentralized. And this man was in his 60s. Also, like, and we were both talking about the exact same things. We aligned perfectly in what we were talking about in relationship to the potential outcomes of the future. Right. So, I mean, people from all over the world are seeing this. This is the route of the future. We are... In, in Africa, my God, that continent has so much to show the world. So, it, so does South America. You, people have no idea what's coming. And Colombia is going to be the spearhead for, for South America. It's going to be Mexico for, the, for Central America and Colombia for South America. Brazil is a big player as well. As of course, Brazil is always a big player. But Colombia is going to be the big surprise player. And then when it comes to Africa, it's, it's a complex thing. Uh, there's the North American, there's the North African Union that's really starting to culminate and become more of a real thing. Um, so that's a really positive outcome that can come from this. Like they're they're change, they're changing how they trade with each other. Gaddafi was trying to unify Africa, and Gaddafi was then executed soon after, because he wanted to uh, make it so oil sales would be in uh, a new form of currency, and it would be a dinar, a gold dinar. So they would sell oil to these countries in, in like oil in gold and call the gold dinar. And Gaddafi was assassinated soon after. Right, right. It's, yeah, like you said, and I love how you said that you were speaking to someone in Malaysia and they had the same exact idea. And yeah. we're at this point, just the Great clicked. Awakening. <laughs> and this person is 60 years old. It's not like we even share the same timeline. Right, and that's why I think it's so beautiful how the elite, they, they, the, the computer and the internet slipped through their hands and it fell into us. And now we have the power to communicate and to find all the others. And I think, to me, I have hope sometimes. Some days I have hope. Some days I feel like, oh, now it's going to end and they're going to implement their whole totalitarian system. But what do you think? Do you think that humans will have this, I guess, maybe final battle where they realize that the oppressive forces of old need to end? And You're in it. This is it. <laughs> You're part of it. This is it. I it's happening it. already. I what are you it. talking about? Exactly. We're already here. <laughs> it started with 2020. So do you, but do you, you have hope that humanity will free themselves or yes. do you think that? Yes. I, I, I don't see the, the doom and gloom other people see. I get it. I truly get it that other people don't see the, don't see the positive outcomes. But the weird thing is I, it was 2012 I was depressed as hell, and I started writing and seeing something interesting. And then I noticed it wasn't, it was more of a message. And 
it was a message that was so beautiful about the next decade, humanity is going to experience the biggest rise it's ever seen. Now, what's coming next is going to be way worse than what we've experienced already. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Right. Uh, we're going to experience way worse things coming. Like, if you think what we experienced in 2020, 2021 was bad, I'm sorry. I'm really, <laughs> really sorry. It's only going to get way worse. Right. I mean, it depends where you are. Um, it's going to be even worse for you or not. Right. Um, the food problem, the good news is if you're in the United States, you're going to be okay. If you're anywhere else, uh, start stocking up on food right the fuck now. Right. Uh, start learning how to make your own food. Start learning how to hunt if you can in the region you live in. Get a deep freezer. I am not joking. This is not some hyperbole nonsense. The global food supply is being attacked by this very establishment we're speaking about. Right. Uh, they're trying to shift it to make it more about insect production. Yes. Um, that's a real thing. There's a really funny uh, dystopian uh, video that I can share with you after too. Just remind me. <laughs> it's a... Uh, I love bugs, you know. We're going to all eat bugs. It's a... Uh, yeah, yeah. So, all, all the, this... the route they want, which is, it's funny. People call them lizards, and then now, now they're forcing everybody to eat insects. <laughs> right, <laughs> the irony. Pushing the agenda. <laughs> Wait, are they really lizards? They're forcing everybody to eat insects now. Yeah, man, it's it's so wild. And earlier when I was saying that I have hope and sometimes I'm pessimistic, it, it, it's that what you were saying. That what's coming ahead, Klaus Schwab even said it, that the whole COVID thing is going to be nothing compared to what's coming. And Well... Edward Snowden recently was somebody tweeted, uh, I've never done it. And they were like, no, you're going to eat the bugs. Yeah. <laughs> like even Edward Snowden's pushing like the, the point that it, this is an agenda. It's happening. It's not fiction. Edward Snowden is an interesting individual that likely I, is potentially even still working for an intelligence agency. But there is a war between the CIA and the NSA, but that's a whole different conversation. Yeah, maybe we should talk about that sometime. But yeah, man, I, I, I love that perspective that you had, though, also that it's going to get bad. But that, that's what happens when, when a woman is pregnant and she's having a baby. The baby is thinking this is the end. Like, oh, my God, shit's moving. I'm being pulled out. What's happening? The walls are opening it up. But this is just the beginning. These are the birth pangs. You have to go through this transition period where yeah, it's going to suck. But at the end of it. I think we're all going to come to a collective you, agreement that... So have you never thought about the idea that you are in a womb right now? Yeah, totally. And when you die is when you're reborn. Uh, that's some Rick, <laughs> Rick and Morty shit right there, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, definitely. Yeah, see, I think about that shit all the time. Like, sometimes I'll be zoning out. Like, you know when you're at a grocery store or something, you're just waiting, you kind of, like, just have a blank stare thinking? Like, I have a feeling that what if that's at some point in your life that happens and someone keeps calling your name and you, like, wake up and you snap out of it and everything that you had lived was just, like, a little figment of your imagination that you had and what you really are is probably an alien and a different well, star system. Who uh, knows? I, I had a friend on a DMT trip. He lived like a year in the other realm. That's what I'm talking about. Like ever since... That was 10 minutes, but he felt <laughs> like it was a year. Yeah. 
Tell I me know about somebody that. else. He was on Salvia. He he lived. He he did. Okay, don't don't do this. Uh, do not do what I'm about to say. Uh, he did ketamine and Salvia. Oh my god! In order to extend the trip. Oh my god! And, yeah, don't do that. But evidently, it extends the trip, so it feels like you're years in the state of in the state. Some people have lived whole, almost whole lifetimes in the Savia state, and that's why the, the comeback is so violent, because, I mean, you think about it. You're here, and suddenly you wake up somewhere else completely different. Mm -hmm. What the hell are you going to fucking start thinking? Right. Yeah, I always find that concept so intriguing. Like, what if that's what it is? Like, at one point, you kind of, like, just snap out of it and you're... You're currently tripping. <laughs> right, yes, exactly, exactly. What if all of the... Well, that's what all the ancient traditions say, that this is Maya, this is an illusion, this is not real. And what if that they had something on? Like, that's exactly what happens. when At one point, you kind of, like, just snap out of it. This is you're... a theater play. Right, yeah. yeah. That, that's this just is so a theater tricky. play. So tell me, I'm sure you... Because one of the major reasons I wanted to have you on is because... You post some awesome, amazing, fucking trippy ass art, and I knew okay, this guy has definitely taken psychedelics, and he knows what all that realm is about. So tell me how you came to do this, cause you have y'all. Uh, please plug your Instagram account, Louis. Louis Reeve looks L L U I S R I V. I'm gonna put it in the show notes. I'm gonna yeah, put it in the show notes, but yeah, definitely y'all go check out his shit. It, it reminds me of this deep fake AI psychedelic stuff. So can you tell us? So it's. Yeah, how so you got it's, into uh, it's the tools that are used, and I'm, I'm once I get out of the chaos I'm in right now, I'm gonna get in the computer and start working on more complex work. Because my computer died, so that was fun. Um, she put a Wi-Fi card in and it killed it. But anyway, view 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 Qgon clip. I'll 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 give you the links for everything, and it's. You can work with things like Google Notebook, and you can use things like Google Collab, and with Python and certain prompts, you can create different moving objects, different images that are related to databases. So for example, if you've heard of something like DALI, or DALI 2, or DALI Mini, uh, these are tools that use very similar methods. It uses uh, databases from all over the internet or personalized databases they built themselves. And you can actually even put in your own database for utilizing these programs. And that's where you can really get creative with the stuff. Um, and it creates uh, prompts based off what you write. So for example, if you want to play around with something, go to Dolly Mini and write a word. Actually, if you want to try it right now, see what comes up. How do you spell Go it? Go to Dali Mini. Dali, so D-A-L-L-E Mini. Mini.com? Yeah, just write that on a search engine. Okay, I found it. Dali what should Mini. I tip? And oh, then I... write something. It'll, it'll pop out something in about 30 seconds. If you want to try what's the, the better one, you can sign up for Dali, the Dali 2 OpenAI. You have to sign up for the to be on the list. And in a few weeks, you'll probably get an invite to come use it. I'm, I'll send you some recent images. I was actually processing them today because I'm upscaling them because the images are that are outputted are like 1,000 by 20, 1,024 by 1,024 square. Okay, shit. Um, and I'm upscaling them to 6K. So I was actually doing that and I had to stop it because the computer has been running for like 
two, three hours. Oh, and I was like, oh, sh <laughs> I can't, I can't record it have that running. It's going to kill the computer. Right. And, like you wouldn't hear me clearly. The computer would be too busy processing the images. Uh, so I had to stop it. It only did 41 images out of 100 and something. But, but explain but, it what it is. Basically, it's a prompt. You have like this place where you can type in different things and then what happens? Yes. So you, you, you already, did you get into the website? Yeah, I'm here. What should I type in? I'm going to type in type. Puerto Rico psychedelics. Go for it. <laughs> I have no idea what's going to happen. Okay. Go for it. So what, okay. So explain us. So we go to this website, we type <clears> in anything and then we click run and what happens? Yeah. Uh, a good one everybody should write is who killed uh, Jeffrey Epstein? That's going to be hilarious. You know what? I want to try that after this. Spoiler. <laughs> you want a spoiler? It's actually, well, just, just look at what happens when okay. you do it. Well, it takes a little while, right? It has to generate oh, something. Oh, yeah. Just open another page and do it. Write something like that. Um, it was really funny because other people wrote it. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. Why did the machine think that? Epstein didn't kill himself? No. Who killed Jeffrey Epstein? Oh, who killed Jeffrey? Okay, hold on. <laughs> Obviously, we all know by now, right. Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. Okay, but tell us what's oh. happening. What is this? It's like an AR prompt that you basically type in whatever. So it, this is machine learning algorithms expressing expressing an output based on a prompt. So you're you're asking the computer to make an interpretation of the linguistic the linguistic prompt. So a word is represented to the computer by a certain level of understanding as computers get more advanced their comprehension on words gets more complex so when i say to you an apple and you're listening to me an apple showed up in your mind right i'm right now my eyes are covered because i'm not talking to you so i'm literally looking at nothing in order to focus better but if you have aphantasia which sadly some people have you cannot produce an image in your mind um i don't know how those people think it would be fascinating to have a better comprehension of how they think, but I haven't met that many people with Aventasia. I think, I think I've met one or two, um, but it's a real thing. Some people cannot visualize things in their mind. Right. Um, and what did come up when you wrote a Puerto Rico psychedelic? It, it was just by both of them. It was just a clump of uh, psychedelic <laughs> mushrooms. <Of> cells. <laughs> a clump. It's just a clump of cells. <laughs> uh, no, no. Write something. Write something else. That what, what happened with the Jeffrey Epstein? No, it's one? still what running. Oh, here. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> this is trippy, bro. I don't even want to look at this. It's F, It's himself. Oh. Is it himself? What, what comes up? Oh, I just, last time it was just pictures of what looked like Hillary Clinton. Oh shit! Well, really? They probably came fixed up it. to you. <laughs> no, it's just pictures okay, of Jeffrey. Take a screenshot later and send it to me. Dude, it's I'll creepy. See it later. It's just Epstein, and it looks like his face looks like warped. They probably, they probably fixed it though. They probably found out people were seeing the the truth. And then, I mean, Dolly too is not one that you're gonna get like much of like fun stuff because they censored the hell out of it after. It was in this alpha state. Now it's like in a beta, still closed beta state. Um, so Dali 2, which is a project of OpenAI, which is an, a company that Elon Musk and Bill Gates have a lot of money invested in. Um, <clears throat> their project, I mean, I'm not going to take away, they're, 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 they're doing good work that, that can advance a lot of things in, in all facets of human culture and, and grueling creativity. I mean, 
if you want to look into um, more of machine learning tools, look up also GPT-3 and look up different tools by GPT-3. Um, that's also an open AI project. The thing is why I'm mentioning open AI so much is because they actually allow you to play with these systems. Many companies do not publish this stuff. So they, they helped push things forward. It, it was from them, the things like the viewing on Python scripts come up and there's such a large community of, of Python developers that just go into this and explore deeper deeper into it i'm in discord servers but i need a powerful computer to run them on my own machine so for now i can't <laughs> i would want to do more but uh to do like the really trippy stuff i don't know if you've seen some of like very complex moving videos where the shape turns into another shape. Yeah, yeah, I've seen some really trippy. Yeah, ones. that takes that takes. Uh, well, now the computer will be cheaper, but around a two thousand dollar computer to do that, right. because you have to do a lot of post processing from mm -hmm. the original script to upscale it uh, and make it smooth. Because otherwise, the output that usually comes out of these notebooks is gutter trash. So yeah. you have to upscale the hell out of it to make it like nice and smooth. Right, and then one took me like two days to process, and Damn. then the computer died. Oh, really? It killed your computer? <laughs> no, the Wi-Fi card did. But oh shit! I mean, the computer could. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I just, I just took out the drives. I'm gonna get another computer later on. I mean, probably with a forty ninety or forty eighty GTX. Uh, so there's the other thing. Nvidia, as a company, holy hell. If there's one company that is going to take over the world in relationship to comp computational power, NVIDIA. Hmm. They they blocked them from buying ARM, for example, that, that would have given them even more control over the chip market. Oh, sure. There's also another company called TCMC. TSMC, I'm sorry. TSMC. TSMC is Taiwan Semiconductor. Semi, wow, my brain. Um, they are the largest, most advanced mic microchip manufacturer on, on the face of the earth. Right. I think it's so fascinating. Uh, I, I don't remember who, but um, somebody said that uh, power has shifted. Back in the day, it used to be food. Whoever had the food was king. And then eventually it became land, and then it became cash. And, but now we're in the age of data, where data is king. And like you're saying, now it now it's literally who has the most nukes and best microchips. Right. So it's all about like who's harnessing and and that's in. Taiwan. That's why that's why Nancy Pelosi was likely in Taiwan. She's starting Project Paperclip 2.0. We're gonna extract all the best Taiwanese engineers into the United States into the fabs we're building in the United States and Japan, and we're just going to get them all the hell out of there when China comes in. They're going to destroy all the fabs in China, I mean, in Taiwan. And that's part of the part of the war. There's already, the way you know that World War III and that was already started is because the trade routes have, are starting to change. Hmm. They're already starting to create uh, ways to <clears throat> buffer the shift. So it's already started. It's fascinating, brother. You took me. You took me all around the world, and we talked about all these crazy shit. I'm gonna have you on again if you don't mind. I would like to have your friend as well because we didn't even talk about your podcast and your photography, and your website. <laughs> and you're just an interesting dude, dude. You know who you remind me of? 
No, because you know Spanish. Y'all guys don't know, but uh, Luis is fluent in Spanish, and See? he he's complete. He's white, so you remind me of Tom Segura. Oh my God! <laughs> Tom Segura. Why? Why? Stop! No. God. You look just like him, bro. Like you don't. Why? No, I don't. A little bit. Okay. A, a little bit. Just the fact that you know Spanish, but you don't. You look like you don't know Spanish at all. Uh, <laughs> God. Why? Why is it Tom Segura? Why? I mean, it's fine. The guy's. The guy. There's nothing wrong with the guy, but. It's, I, I listen to him often, so he's mind. he's always in my head. And then I saw y'all. Like, oh, this dude. He reminds me of Tom Segura because you speak I mean, fluently. He's a funny guy, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna mess with him. He's a good guy. No, he's, not, cool. he's little. He's like he's way cleaner than some of his friends in comparison. Right. <laughs> he hangs out with some psychopaths. Yeah. In yeah. relationship to it, like uh, I, I was it. I don't know if it was him when uh, this other guy dosed him with MDMA. Was it him that was dosed with yeah, MDMA think it or was, somebody else? Uh, I think Joey Diaz. Uh, he no, drugged... John Joey Diaz, this other guy, the, but the, he, it the was... Jewish man. Oh, yeah, I think he drugged his friend. Uh, he with... drugged Tom Segura, didn't he? It was Tom Segura. It was with his family. Yeah, he's drugged several people. He's drugged several people. No, but he drugged Tom Segura when he was with his family. Oh, right, right. I thought... He was like, no, you it was just Bert gave Kreischer. me MDMA. It was I'm... Bert Kreischer. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, but yeah, he. But I think they were talking to something we're about it. That's why it's right. in my head. But yeah, yeah they don't. I mean, <laughs> I forgot his name. It starts with an A, I think. Uh, this that man is a wild card. Ari, Ari Shafir. Thank you, Ari <laughs> Shafir. Yeah, Ari Shafir will drug you randomly, and uh, sometimes, yeah, sure. Uh, but not parents. Do not drug parents. You psychopath. I know, right? He Bert That's said he was sad. around his daughter, and he was like tr fucking yeah. rolling balls. <laughs> like, I don't want to be in the state while like with my daughter right, around. Right, right. Look, brother, we didn't even get to any of the fascinating stuff, but I love it. This is a great podcast. I, I want to be on, have you on again and talk about your your podcast about with your homie. Hopefully, we can schedule that sometime. I would love to talk about psychedelics. And to to go back to that AI that generates uh, images. Why do you, why do they look trippy? What is why do you think they look trippy? Well, well, it's well, also it's also what I'm writing, and I did a lot of testing. It's not like those are all the ones I made. I made like hundreds of them, and those are, are outputs that have been interesting. Um, some are just fascinating, but some are whole sentences, some are paragraphs, some are poems. Oh, really? Um, some are thoughts, then like. There's different ones, and some are literally two lines. I, I know one that's aligned is a beautiful one, and it's nothing like you would imagine. Like, you wouldn't imagine aligned creates this incredible, beautiful pattern. of. And I, I did just ask uh, Dali to um, something about what is, for me, what is the actual prompt I did? Let me actually read it to you. It's here. Because <laughs> I wrote it something. This was today, like an hour ago. Let me see if I can find it. Because it's, okay, the original ones. Okay. And it was interesting because you wouldn't think human beings' energy fields express by its color scale. And when I wrote that, because I wrote Aura. I wrote Aura before, 
the human being's aura, and nothing interesting came up. But when I wrote the energy field question, that was beautiful. Send that to me whenever you get a chance. Absolutely beautiful. Yeah, I wish I could send it to you right now through here, but But my question beautiful. is, why do you think, because, see, what I think I'm trying to get at is, I don't know if you've seen iRobot, but there's this scene where they talk about how this guy wrote a book about how uh, there's going to be a, come a moment where robots begin to dream and they begin to produce these things from like maybe a subconscious. There probably already are. <clears throat> but why do you think they look so trippy? Like when, when you write these prompts, it seems like no matter what you type in, whatever it comes back looks Reality very psychedelic. Reality is probably way trippier than that, bro. Oh, <laughs> shit. So I mean, you gotta, you gotta, okay. What, what are you? What are you? Energy. How do you think that energy is being expressed? Uh, Such a strange through question. vibration, maybe. Different types of vibrations. Yeah, exactly. So heat is vibration, right? It's The heat is kind of a measurement of how high the vibration is to an extent. Right. And, you know, stars are high vibrations and they are the catalyst of energy and the like the, the cauldrons of creation. The earth is our home. We are children of the earth. And I, I foresee as a civilization that we as children of the earth, as part of the natural process of the evolution of the universe, as children of the universe, we're like in the teenage years. Hmm. We're at the rebellious teenage years of our times. And we're exiting this teenage years and entering into maturity. Right. I totally agree, brother. Whenever... Either we're going to commit suicide or we're going to have a great and abundant future ahead of ourselves. Fuck? You made it something beautiful into something sadistic. But no, I totally agree, bro. Like whenever I see the way people act right now through social media, all these influencers making, they look like they have a disease. They act crazy. But like you said, I think we're, we're going through this learning process. I mean, there is, I mean, there is, there is problems in society and they're all propagated from, propaganda propaganda distorts people's minds so that is one of the founding problems in our society is the power of propaganda totally but no like like i was saying i think that like like you're saying we're going through this a teenage rebellion where we're gonna grow up and become more mature and and not to like I, i it's so crazy to me when i see people like girls on instagram or snapchat they're just posting for for what for clout for for likes, like what is it? What are they? I mean, we are we are we are social creatures, and social and women actually have a, a higher dynamic need for a social acceptance than men do to an extent. I'm mm-hmm. not gonna exclusively say it's gender based or XY chromosome or XX chromosome based, but there is a there is relationships between the like the different dynamics of how socially each group behaves at the end of the day women actually uh do things more for other women than they do for other men to to a certain degree they are putting on makeup more for women than they do for men right right they're dressing up more for women than they do for men they don't want to accept that but a lot of women they'll they'll talk to you and be like i'm doing that more for the other women not doing that for the other men yes they also do that for to attract another male the same way another male will do that to attract another female that's why even the use of makeup for men has skyrocketed oh worldwide. God. Wow. The competition, but we're not even going to go into that, but just the whole competition problem that has arisen from the distorted views of society and filters and all this garbage 
it's it's dismantling the regular structures that we had before and that's why population collapse is imminent right yeah japan's or is the warning signal and so is italy italy's been in decline for decades so it's been japan didn't population japan, decline didn't japan just like uh reset their whole government structure yeah I, i i do wonder what the hell happened there yeah they the entire cabinet of the japanese government resigned yesterday right. i was like what the hell is going on here well i don't know it's chip and it's japan dude it's all in japanese and it's super complicated and i and i'm not gonna be able to have a clue what the hell is happening currently i don't i wish i knew more i have more resources for china than japan But I knew I need to actually find out good resources for understanding more what's happening in Japan. Right. But I have many for China. Right. And I keep hearing this term that the dominoes are falling, kind of like the old term from Vietnam. It seems like Sri Lanka fell, Italy fell, Japan fell. What, like you said, I think Tunisia, it is the great, yeah, the great Tunisia, recent, Tunisia, Albania, Tunisia is having issues. Albania, Iran's always in in fighting in and itself. Uh, well, if you forgot. Ethiopia's been in civil war for for the entirety of the Ukraine thing, and nobody gives a hell of a heck about them. And right. over six hundred thousand people have died of, as of months ago. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah, they always tell us where to look and to hide other shit. And it's it's interesting. Yeah, it's fascinating. And, well, they only care about the Ukrainians, sadly, right. because they're white people. True. I guess. And it's just crazy because also earlier you were mentioning about how the world has so much to offer. I'm sure you've heard Uganda just discovered like 300, I don't know, billion or trillion of worth of gold. No, so potentially it's like 12 to 17 trillion. <laughs> so it's more than the entire <laughs> supply of gold on earth available. So if, if even a fraction of that number is real... Uganda is gonna be liberated soon. Yeah, we need to bring democracy over there. Yeah, America's gonna bring democracy to Uganda soon, evidently. <laughs> right. So, thank you, Louis, once again for coming on. I, brother, we could talk for hours. And um, I, you said you have something later. You're gonna record as well later. You have something else. Yeah. So you're <laughs> a, a wild few man. Minutes, I'm gonna go to somebody else. Uh, we, I work with uh, Jim Bob Oval Shorts. Uh, we 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 record. We've been recording a few times uh, for Unconstitutional Awakening. Uh, that's been a fun journey. I've been uh, sometimes on their shows, and it's been great. We've just had interesting conversations about well, tons it, of brother. different topics. I love it. That, that, I feel that's what we Jim got. Bob Oval Shorts. No? His TikTok is great. No, Jim Bob Oval Shorts. It's a man with a pirate hat. Hmm. Send it to me too. Send that to me. And yeah. And that other video you said, or the prompt you said about this, something you wrote, I forgot already. Yeah, I'll send it to you. It's uh, I'll read it to you right now. The human being energy field expressed by color scale. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, thank you, brother. You'll freak out when you see it. I'll send it to you shortly. <laughs> You're like, what the heck? Awesome. So, look, please, I really do want to do this again with your buddy, because uh, I have written a lot of stuff about your podcast that we can talk about. But I love what you're doing, brother. This is this is how we win. Like I like I keep saying, like you mentioned earlier, like war has evolved. It was first on the battlefield, then it evolved to the air, then machine guns, and it seems like now the battlefield truly is in the mind, and it takes people yes. connecting and talking and. Like you said, you connect having with... true conversations. Yes, having sir. try to have conversations that you feel uncomfortable having. Right. If you're not feeling uncomfortable about a conversation, I hate a friend of mine here. I was here in the United States. A friend of mine told you when you're in a party, you don't talk about religion, 
politics or what else? How what much you it? get paid? Religion, no, <laughs> <laughs> it was like you don't talk about uh, religion, politics, and something else uh... while you're at a party. I was like, what? Of course you do. Yeah, that's what. That's the most important, that's... the most fascinating shit. Yeah. I, I pissed people off all the time. <laughs> I love it. I've gotten people up the very, very mad before. <laughs> very, very mad. <laughs> That's good, brother. That's what we're here to do. I think we'll put push buttons to figure out what's really going on. And yeah, and walk and please walk away when they're when they're belligerent and drunk. Just walk away. Yeah, they're, they're, just walk away. Yeah. Pick your bottle. Don't win. Don't try to win a battle. Right. It's, they're drunk. Just yeah. want to win. But if you you learn something from their cognitive dissonance. True. Well, I love it, Louis. And and, uh, and lastly, don't take those shots, please. Yes. Don't take, oh, the, the new the new one also doesn't work. So just for context. <laughs> the old one doesn't do jack shit and is actually killing people, and the new one doesn't work. So. Stay shot free of these current shots, friends. Do take the originals. There's many of the originals. Those are good. The ones that are vetted have decades of data. Data. The new ones, this is shit. Don't do it. Right. And I'm, now I'm even worried about the old ones. Who, who, who's to say that they're not fucking with the old ones now? Um. Well, you can look up if, they, if they've been altered. Yes, I, I, I do get that point. But um, currently, they haven't been modifying. Because there's, there, you would have to get them to go to a process. The problem is they recently changed the measles one without uh, a, a good process. So yeah, that is a problem. And but you never, you probably never took the measles one because the measles one is pretty recent. Well, um, oh wait, no, 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 you did. I'm talking about the recent change was not in your of your time, but they changed the measles vaccine I think ten years ago. Well, it wasn't the same as it is when you were when we were little kids. But we likely had the measles vaccine. Chickenpox vaccine did not exist when we were kids. Right. Likely. Yeah, it's interesting. But anyways, thank you for coming on the show, Luis. Uh, we're going to do it again for sure. Uh, I love talking to you. You're a good speaker. And good luck on your next talk. And uh, when I close the show, I like to leave, have the guests leave us with at least a, a point of interest, a positive quote, something to help them on their day, just something positive people can leave with. What do you got? Dark times are ahead. Be prepared, but the future is going to be the brightest future mankind has ever seen. Yes, sir. You're going to need sunglasses. It's going to be so bright. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> All right, Louis. This was amazing. Thank you, brother. And uh, get a hold of your buddy, and we're going to do it maybe a couple of months down the road. We can do this again. A couple of months. It could be a couple of weeks, hopefully. Hopefully. I, I got I got guest booked for the uh, next month and a half, so I'll, I'll fit oh, you in good. there. Well, I'm glad your book's solid, man. That's wonderful. I'm glad you, uh, you're booked. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you for doing this, brother. And keep doing what you do. Keep doing the art, your podcast, your photography. We didn't even talk about that, but we'll do it next time. No worries. You take care. Have a wonderful day. You too, brother. See you next time. Peace. Ciao. All right, guys. That was my conversation with Mr. Lewis R. I love that guy. I feel like, I really feel like we traveled around the world by the way he talked to us. He took us all around the world. It was an interesting talk. And um, <clears throat> I think I'm going to start doing this now. I'm going to record the outro in the end because I don't want to have the people sit through the music sometimes. They might not like it or something. I just feel like I have them on hold. <laughs> it's kind of rude, no? Anyways, uh, that, that was the talk. And um, I didn't know what to end this uh, podcast with, what song. So um, interestingly, I had just 
listen to the podcast Joe Rogan did with uh, Dustin Mustaine, I think. Uh, he's the guy from Megadeth. Um, Dave Mustaine, sorry. And uh, it's crazy because he was you know, a crazy rock star in his youth. And growing up, he kind of sort of turned Christian. And But um, he doesn't proselytize or anything. But it's very interesting to see on his music. He speaks out against the New World Order. And, um, and I wanted to play this song. Interestingly, he brought up on the show, he talks, the song's called, um, um, what's it called? Washington is Next. And so, you know, I feel like we kind of talked on this podcast about all the collapsing societies that have happened. And it seems like Italy, Sri Lanka, China's about to collapse. Um, just, it seems like a lot of things around the world are failing. And so this song kind of maybe symbolically or maybe, maybe just whatever, I feel like it'll tie in to close everything off in this episode that's saying maybe Washington's next. But uh, I hope it's not like destruction destruction and like chaos. I hope it's more of an awakening and people realizing that um, it's time for a new, ch- a new change, a new era, a new form of government that accepts and uses technology to help uh, better people and bring us together and raise our consciousness. So anyways, this song is called Washington is Next, and this is by Megadeth. And thank you for listening. And remember, there's no advertisements on this show except for the beginning. I just tell you to go check out Anchor because y'all can make your own podcast and do it. And you'll be fascinated. And if you do the right things, you know, you'll you'll talk to some really interesting people and you'll definitely raise your awareness and your consciousness. So remember, know thyself, improve thyself, find the others, and then you'll know what to do. This is Washington is Next by Megadeth. Peace. Sex and war and violence in the kindergarten
Peace.